Locked on a Tom Clancy podcast. I am Wilco tonight. I've got some bad news for everyone. We've lost Mr. Buttersocks. He's um, been no. called away last minute. So Rainbow Six news will be very light tonight. But I've got amazing news. We've got Ubisoft star player Binary Kitten, Fearless Binarius Cat. How are you going? I'm doing pretty well. It's, uh, it was a very shocking thing to suddenly appear on a podcast uh, it was. at this time in the morning. <laughs> No one was expecting this. Uh, literally turned up in our chat and said, hey, you, you, you always wanted me to be on. Can I be on now? Or, or should I be on now? I said, yes, 100%. Let's do this. Uh, so we have honestly been trying to get you on for, for many a time. And I'm slack and you're busy. So it doesn't really work very well usually. But thank you very much for joining us, especially we've got so much to talk about. So much to talk about. We've still got to so go back and much. talk that's it. We're still going to go back and talk about a said tabletop game from the Division universe, let alone your whole Ubisoft star player stardom now. Mm. Um, but let, let's quickly talk about those other two idiots that have joined us tonight. So, Cal, me. how are you going, mate? Oh, me? Oh, yeah, yeah good, you. mate. How are you? <laughs> Excellent, mate. Excellent. Good to talk to you again. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think we were going to be on talking terms after Friday night, but we're back. It's all good. Terrell's um, forgiven until okay. tomorrow night, and then you did to me. That's it. And McDad is joining us once again. How are you going, mate? I am pretty good, yeah. Yeah, Let's you are. He still good. hasn't talked to me, though, since Friday night, so we're all good. Um, no, everything's went well once you left. Exactly, that was the thing. <laughs> no um, comment. That's true, actually, but no comment. Someone had to make the hard call, and I made the hard call, and it was it. for me to drop out, and we moved on, and you guys won the raid. So, yep. uh, things done. So, let's get back to Binary Kitten. What do you want me to call you? Fearless Binarius, Binary Kitten, Cat, which one? Cat or Felis, it's all pretty much good. Don't leave it open. It'll be Cat. Okay, Cat. Uh, talk to me. Where would people in the Division community know you from the most? Um, Modding? Probably channel? bringing down like, the, the ban hammer on top of like super... <laughs> uh, the people who decide that the best way to interact is to call someone idiots or say that the PvP dev team at, at Redstorm should be fired or, or, or all of these other stupid kind of messages that like have no real place in, in, uh, in our community. So we kind of just go like, bam, bam. That's nice. it. So if you've ever watched The Division, is it just The Division game on Twitch? Is that yep. what they're... Yeah, Division Game on Twitch, the official Division channel for Massive or the for the Division content. And you've been banned or have been chatting. You've probably talked to Fearless Venarius at some stage. Uh, you've definitely seen the name pop up many times in chat. So thank you so much for all your hard work that you put Absolutely. in over there at that channel. Um, can we? How did that start? Like, were you just hanging around and they said, may as well make you a mod? Something like that, yeah. It, it effectively... Uh... I was hanging around in the channel in like non state of the game days. Um, like this was uh, 1.2 and 1.3 kind of days of Division One. Oh, and so the dark days, the the dark days of 1.2 yeah, and 1.3. Um, it like this was early 2017. Um, well, actually, it was the end of 2016, and then um, like hand the thing, and then uh, kind of end of February or beginning of February, somewhere time early in 2017, like, Hamish just was like, 
uh, I'm just going to do a thing. And then suddenly I had a hammer, and then it was like, uh, then it all went downhill from there. It does sound like it went downhill very quickly from there, but um, Hamish is good like that. Apparently, I've heard that from a few people that they just apparently have the mod symbol next to their name. They didn't get asked. They didn't get like asked for it. They just it happens. Uh, so, who are the other mods over there that help you ban people? Uh, well, there's is that uh, Foxy guy? Uh, yeah, there's uh, they are there. Um, there's um, Naked Cowboy, uh, there's a few others, uh, um, uh, Dan, Ms. Danny, uh, there's, there's quite a few people on the list now. Uh, we had an influx um, shortly uh, after the le- release of uh, Division 2, so the, mod, uh, the stream mod team is quite uh, about uh, 10 strong. Um, yep. So, um, and all of them are doing their thing quite well, and I, I can't complain. So, because <laughs> I don't have to do as I don't do have to do as much or be as um, focused because they've got it. We're That's all a good it. team. Mm. How do you find being a mod? I mean, I think Wilk and I have been in positions of being in communities where we've had to be that person, and it's. Uh, a bit of an unenviable task, so kudos to you for doing it. But how do you how do you find sort of tackling being a being a mod and having to reason with people that may or may not have the similar levels of um, shall we say common sense as yourself? It's it's a complicated one. Um, you've you've got to have the temperament for it. If you can if you get inflamed easily and you can't uh, disconnect. You're gonna have a really bad roller coaster ride. Um, That's why I sucked at it. It's <laughs> it, it it's like um, that. That's one of the points of it. It's it becomes quite complicated with it, and um, especially since um, a lot of the people don't know the difference between a community member that's a moderator and a developer on the stream and uh, or even a a person that works for Ubisoft because there's nothing um, there's no indicator on the Twitch streams or even the mixer etc to say that this is this or that is that so we get abuse like why did you nerf it is like or uh, go in and fight you should go in and make that person fired or and like like we get given instructions by the uh, chatters to say go do this thing and we're like we'll get right on that <laughs> put that put that in the intro and just leave it. Gets filed under the yeah. Gets filed under. It can't be asked. Um, yeah. But like there are uh, for every kind of uh, twelve idiots, there is like a a couple of good gems in the chats and um, there uh, to balance it out. For it, there was somebody who come across. They had um, they had got really irate um, because they couldn't play. Um, they they had hit a particular bug which was with that we kind of uh, talked it through like put it through to the uh, forums etc got them to go post it their bug and their their particular instance got resolved on uh, the day after because um, they were in a batch of people um, that had reported it but because um, 
they had taken the time to like take a video of their um, of what was happening, particularly to them in their instance. It meant that the dev team could um, find their particular version of the issue, and oh, that then got resolved um, in the maintenance on the day after. So, um, but. It, and they actually went and did the forum post, and they did the thing, and actually were quite nice. It's so amazing when you do things works. properly, how quickly you can get a re- resolution to you. And you provide the evidence, and you actually, yeah, it's, the yeah. system works, people. It, it's it's not it's not a, a promise that if you do this, this will be fixed instantly. It's it's more like um, because we uh, all of like for example in the piece like if you've got an Xbox. Um, you know that if this bug is happening on Xbox, then that should be relatively easy to find out because, like, all Xboxes are pretty much the same. Yeah. Same with PlayStation, mm. etc. Um, but when you come to PC, you kind of go, well, this one has got this motherboard, it's got this combination of RAM, it's got this graphics card with this amount of this memory CPU on it. and yeah. Ex- etc. And there's many desk fans trying to keep it cool because it's overheating because the person has upgraded in five years or blown the dust out of it, yeah. Yeah, and uh, additionally, or, or they've got degrees like, in Scotland. this software and stuff installed. Like, they, they, they've got, um, they're running this particular piece of overlay software and uh, yeah. they're running these other things because mm. they're, they, they're fancy and they want to kind of have like the different colored keyboards and and like all of those um while they seem insignificant they can have a like a, be the difference between two people with exactly the same pc setup having very like one person running the game and one person like crashing out and getting an error mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so like all of that information being able to be provided like even the small amount can actually help find that particular route through. It, it's like um, like satellite navigation, effectively. You've got like the whole of Australia, and you're basically trying to make your way from across from one point to the other. And without having like that navigation system, you, know, you have a rough idea that you kind of go like south, uh, but yeah. like you don't know what pitfalls or what other things in the way. So. Having and if you're um, me, you end up in New Zealand, Excellent. exactly. <laughs> uh, um, and, so true. And, and then you started an episode of Power Rangers, so it's all worked it. out at the end. Yeah, oh, it's all good. All the, all's well that ends well. Now, um, the first time I came across you just personally was on a little podcast some people might have heard of called Bombshell Jackets. You guessed it on that. Um, the lovely Tinks and yeah. Remy, I think, was in that stage. It was he was interviewing you as well. Um, but we heard about a little tabletop game called... Director 51 RPG? Yes! Which we need to play one day, officially. But can you talk us through how you came across making that said game? Uh, well, I like playing RPGs. Um, that's one of the main things that drew me into the Division in the first place. I'm not a big shooter fan. I've never been... Uh, other than, like, platform shooters, you know, like... Uh, like uh, the old prototype and uh, contra; those kind of things were nice. pretty good shooters. Um, but the like first-person shooters, I never kind of got into that much. But the RPG elements were kind of what sold me, the the com, uh, et etc. et cetera. But um, 
we play like Dungeons and Dragons locally here or other variants of that like Pathfinder blah 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 um, and I, I wanted to have that experience with outside of a video game and so like I, I kind of uh, started working on it and seeing where I could go with it and uh, I got some way into it and then uh, life happened and then yes as it does other things yep. happened and I got I got more done and then I became an ETF member and went to ETF and had a good conversation with uh, Terry about it and get, uh, like the RPG mechanics because he's he likes Dungeons and Dragons quite a lot as well um, so it was like he was interested in those kind of concepts we'd spoke over lunch and stuff about it and it was it was all cool and I'm still working on it um, I then tried to get it finished I got quite a way through um, and then like Division 2 came along and I've now starting to rework the RPG so that it makes more wow. sense because a lot of the things that I'd worked on for the tabletop RPG um, have a better foundations with Division 2 than they have with Division 1. Okay. So it, it's oh, all kind of crazy at the moment and I'm still trying to work on it and find time. But there's the balance between working playing games, moderating <laughs> and developing this thing Yeah, I don't know how you have time for any of that so, yeah. um, you know, I've got one podcast uh, and streaming and, and, and a full-time job and a family and there's still not time for all that So, Did you yeah. say one podcast? Yeah, well, let's not jump <laughs> At the into moment. the future too far um, I don't know what's happening with the Megacast by the way, I have no idea what's happening with that it's about six weeks for some episode but let's move on from that So, ETF, the next thing I need to talk about which ETF member were you? Which one? Charlie. Charlie. So obviously that was the one you went to Newcastle? Yep, that was before I got my passport. So um, like, I couldn't apply to anything else. So, <laughs> yep. Um, but also it gave me the chance to actually get to like a good amount of hours in Division 1. Um, so whether that actually uh, had an implication or not. But yeah, uh, so that was Newcastle. That was for a week. Um, uh, and it was... Long days. Right. Long so days. You, so you your passport now, do you? Yeah, I yeah, have my passport. Oh, so you're set for break. You're set for Brexit then. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to. Don't Scotland. get it's me started. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, another podcast. <laughs> so locked on goes political. Wow, <laughs> Charlie was you full of a lot of um, big community members over there as well. So what was it like spending all day, all night? either talking about the vision, playing the vision, or and just that one-on-one -on -one time with the devs, like especially getting one-on-one -on -one time with Terry Spear and Muglodon itself. Yeah, Muglodon, unfortunately, didn't make the trip because uh, no. it, it, it's con it, it's contraband in the UK, oh, so they basically no. couldn't get it through customs. Um, <laughs> no, that's a joke. It's, it's more like uh, um, it, it's no point carrying this big mug yeah. around when <laughs> it takes up too much luggage space. Yeah. So there was um, who, who who what names can I drop there? Arix did he turn up to that one? It was it was, that kind of that? It was uh, Riley Atwater. Binary Taylor. Num. Oh yeah, yeah, him. Uh, I, it I was Binary know. Num, which added yep. some confusion because there was Binary yes. Num and Binary Kitten. <laughs> well, um, we'll get onto the even more confusion when we get to the Ubisoft Star Player Program because I reckon um, there was a bit there. Yep. There was <laughs> um, Joker Unique. Um, yes. 
and a few others which are not public names, so I, yep. I will refrain. But there were another, yep. like, three or four. Uh, of the Equemini, it was also there. Amazing. So, did you implement anything? We had, um, I think, the first one, first person I had to interview was Weezer, and he, he talked about how, in the ETF, he, he started Rogue 2.0, which is probably a bad thing that you don't want to tell people about these days, even though I loved it so much. But did you get any sneaky little changes in that we, we can put to your test? Uh, we had lots of conversations. Most of our... Uh, we, we were coming... Uh, we were actually at ETF when 1.6 dropped, um, yeah. so we had um, like literally 1.6 going through at the same uh, on the first day that we were kind of all meeting and going through, um, which was an interesting thing because there was all of the bug reports, etc. Yeah. Um, but so were you working on 1.8 theoretically then? It mixes of one seven and one eight, um, yeah, yeah. and but it was a lot of theory crafting, a lot of discussions about the um, uh, about certain aspects. I'm I'm trying to uh, not dance here. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a term that came from the uh, Charlie uh, ETF, which was uh, uh, Yannick basically said, now that we'd signed our NDAs, that we weren't allowed to take. Video, oh, we weren't allowed right. to do yeah, pictures, yeah. and we definitely weren't allowed to dance on tables. So, at which point we all said, "No <laughs> dancing allowed." That's NDA. Um, <laughs> so, I'm, it's it becomes oh. like a little thing. You like dancing okay, um, yeah. now means that you're close to breaking the NDA effectively. So, yep. uh, okay. um, even though that the ETF was sto uh, was a while ago, we're uh, still covered still by it. Yeah. So, I'm trying to That's make fair. sure that I'm not saying things that are not right. we will yeah. move on right. we will move you on just, well let's dance around the issue so okay. you've got a passport yes and then finally I, I must say finally they invited you to be a Ubisoft star player since you probably should have had it done a while ago but congratulations yeah. on that yeah. well I originally got um, invited um, for Gamescom in 2018 but yes. I had to decline because I didn't have a passport and um, it yeah. took longer than... Uh, it would have taken longer because it was my first passport to get it yeah. uh, within the time frame that they could allocate. So uh, I politely declined um, on those terms. And so I was expecting never to be offered again. And then yeah. suddenly it's like, wham! Here you go. And even on it, it said, uh, it's a good job you got your passport, isn't yeah, it? I thought. <laughs> it literally <laughs> said that on the invite. When we were talking to Alan, I think that's one of the things he said he learnt out of this that first big wave that they did last year was mm. we need to give people more notice because it's just too hard to get passports and time off and everything. Yeah. We just go, hey, Bam, can you be in America in two in three weeks' time? That'd be great, or six weeks' time. There was there was a couple of tweet. There was a couple of posts. I think just recently, I wasn't sure if it was Alan or someone tied up with. Um, it was someone tied up with um, Ubisoft anyway, saying, "Look, yeah, pro hint." You know, yeah, if you're have your doing passport. any form of content creation, please make sure you've got a passport because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. I think it might have been Alan, but or it, or it could have been someone. Yeah, one Matt of the Shotcher. Hmm. Matt Shotcher had a post about it as well, and um, yeah, it, yeah, basically he was um, like talking about certain things there. But it's 
it is a good public service announcement, even if you're not yeah. mm. in content creation, if you are passionate about the game, um, because you don't have to be a streamer, you don't have to be uh, no. you just have to be engaged within the community, and mm-hmm. uh, for like the star player stuff, you have to be the best you that you can be, there isn't mm-hmm. anything that mm. says if you do these particular things, you're definitely yeah. going to be a star player. It's it's you must be this tall to be a star player. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm. uh, uh, that that's uh, would make uh, Tim uh, from last year like <laughs> <laughs> if that's the bar, like everybody else failed. To I think we it. could sneak McGat yep. in then as well because he's McGat up there with him. Um, we'll just get in. So is is there a, is it an advantage to have the name Cat? To become a star player at all is that? Uh, one tell of them? Like there was a pet theme for this for E three this year. Uh, no, but there was there was four of us. So there was four of you. There was me, uh, which is cat, which is short for Catherine. We had Catinator, which is another. Um, we had Katrina or three Z's, uh, which is yes. also cats, and then we had Cataliozzi. Ah, uh, you you dubbed that's a joke. We, uh, yeah, Taco Queen. <laughs> yeah. Who, who is definitely Australian. Yes. She's the most Australian person I've met. She's great. In the it, nicest possible way, too. It was just the uh, the taco thing. I was there at the table when <laughs> and like when she was having it. It was just like... The look on the, the server's face, it was just like... But I'm Australian. There seems to be a lot of yeah. There seems to be a lot of a lot of food orientated jokes when it yes. comes to events like this. We've had our own on running joke with um, Perco out of Ultra Super Mega and the, the and the infamous uh, chicken fish um, ramen ramen incident. Yes. Yeah, you had your incident with the Indian uh, Wilco, and Indian. Um, I don't remember. When did you get? Didn't no. you get Indian like the I first got the ramen. When I ordered Indian, I got shoved down my face. Have my ramen. The Uber, Uber drivers were like, eat your ramen, go. And I'm like, I didn't order ramen. And they had to flag him down and the Indian turned up. But anyway. Yeah, I think the main for... reason around that is because like, when you're doing all of the other parts, etc., like E3, etc., um, we're like, with, it's not just turn up and being a big social. We've mm-hmm. kind of got and um, we're basically showing up and being in the uh, the audience. We're doing certain people are selected to kind of do interviews and focus groups, and um, mm-hmm. then we have other uh, events and responsibilities that we had to take part in. And it's pretty much like, non-stop all day, isn't it? Pretty much, and then we all like kind of as a group are kind of sharing a meal or going to that so that's like a lot of the time where we're unwinding and we're kind of sharing the experience etc so that's why a lot of the anecdotes are coming through but also the meal times like are completely NDA free so like we can talk about all the stuff that happens at it because it's not (laughs) being uh, because it's not like anything that's secret so like the jokes that come out or the the fun things are like how we remember like what happened because like yep. those are the memories that we generate like like yeah now was there there two binaries at oh yeah Ubisoft stuff like there yes. was me and binary num again <laughs> yes oh what a what a what a show uh so what can you talk about obviously being in this in this uh auditorium for Ubisoft's press conference itself getting to see um, the Ghost Recon stuff, the Division stuff, Terry Spear on stage, just owning the stage, talking about the Division, that kind of stuff. What was that like that for the first time? Uh, 
It was extremely close. It was. It, it's yes, like uh, I, I was literally had my shoulder against the stage. Yes. Um, and you had a. You could have almost touched Bam Bam the dog. Uh, no, because they he, uh, Bam Bam and uh, John were kind of in the central bit, and, and I they was. Were a bit over. So, um, but yeah. Um, also, um, uh, as a uh, friend of a dog trainer, you never reach towards no. someone's dog without asking their permission. No, I never ever. I'm still shocked that that dog was so well trained or so well behaved on stage, like with the with the whole. So many people around it. It's nonchalant. Yeah, it's just like it's like yeah, I'm here. Respect my authority. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I've got the dude above me. He's gonna um, sort some shit out. So don't worry. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it's definitely a, a symbiotic kind of uh, friendship between those two. It's it's like you know you know that they are like a a pair that go everywhere. Yeah. If I had the Punisher as my um, owner, I'd be like, yeah, good luck, people. Just yeah, I can do whatever <laughs> I like. Um, but yeah, so obviously that was one of the highlights. Uh, Terry Spears talking about uh, Division Two would have been another. But what other things outside of Division and Ubisoft did you see? Did you get any time to see any of the other things on the stage floor? Um, yeah. Well, uh, on on that stage bit, there's only uh, the Ubisoft uh, media briefing. Yeah. But for actual uh, the actual E3 events, um, yeah, we had some time to go and look around. Um, I had a, a look at the uh, remake of uh, Kill All Humans, uh, the alien kind of yeah. invasion game, um, or Destroy All Humans. I can't Destroy All Humans, yes. Uh, um, that, um, THQ Nordic's bringing back. Yeah, which is um, and it's it's got all the same humour as the original. Um, I went and found um, Psychonauts two because Psychonauts yes. was one of my favourite games on the original. OG Xbox, um, and uh, played through that quite a lot. Um, uh, I got all the badges uh, for all of the nice. the psychic merit badges uh, through that, um, and um, I went to go have a look at a few others, but it, the queues were so long oh, um, that I just didn't want to kind of stand in the queue for ages because I really hate that. Yep. So what was your what was the highlight of being a Ubisoft star player? What's that one thing you're gonna always hold on to? I'm Australian. <laughs> Literally, that is the the, the thing. It, it's the group of the people, um, the mm-hmm. memories uh, uh, of the other star players, and and yep. all of the things that happened. It, it like because it it's the star players that make the events. For the other star players, it's like if otherwise it's just like a, it would be just like a business trip, really. Yep, yep. Uh, and it's like AJ and his team, uh, Alan, uh, is basically they, they they did such a good job of like uh, having every kind of thing going on and melded together. That's like I I still don't know how he managed to keep <laughs> such a sane head throughout the whole thing. He's a freak, that man. I just, I think he must only sleep two hours a night for what he does, especially this time of year. Um, the, the, he's got that. I, I, I say this time of year when, honestly, when we talked to him back in November, he was. Oh, we've already started preparations for 2019 already. So there's no. It's like a one, one week downtime that he's got on this. But yeah, E3 is their big, big highlight. So he would have been yeah crazy. 
but you had the Ubisoft party as well, which would have been good. Is that NDA? Uh, sort of, but not. Um, so yes, the party was good. Um, they had a lot of uh, good. It had a good theme, and it had a good. What people. did you dress up as? Uh, as? As me in finery. Okay. Um, I I didn't do a costume mainly because uh, I'm on the relatively large side, um, as in like I, I'm a couple of uh, like rugby players wide. Uh, so, um, but yes, so they trying to get a costume and without any self confidence and other stuff is a lot of bad things. Completely understand. Um, I still want Nat to get on stream as this clown. That's all I want to see. She was on uh, on her stream with with the the, the oh. with it a couple of weeks ago. Damn it! I need to see that. I just don't get time to see other people's streams. That's my biggest problem at the moment. Um, we have been talking to you for near half an hour. How good is this? Uh, considering we didn't even have you on, we've got no show notes for this. This is just off the hip. Uh, McDad, I think I've... I don't know if he's still here. Cal might even be not. Because not here I'm here. Oh, you McDad, you're here. Uh, quickly, what are you thinking of, Cat, of the current situation of... What are you playing on the Division 2? What's your character? What's your weapons? What do you play as? Uh, I'm currently a survivalist, and I run... Um, uh, a exotic pistol and uh, a mm-hmm. an ex- uh, AR and uh, SM. Uh, I run the uh, P ninety SMG with. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> some stuff. You kill some things. Stuff. That's the main. Yeah, it, it's mostly a PVE build, um, yeah. and it basically deals with that. So, um, the the whole aspect of it is trying to generate as much burn as possible which um, now that title update 5 I'm going to go back and revisit it because I should be able to burn them a lot more (laughs) that's the key Um, we will talk a bit more about title update 5 in the news Uh, let's move into the news stay here and stay alert uh, as we said, uh, Butters is not here this week, so he has he's the keeper of all the Rainbow Six news. No but sleep time with Butters. No sleep time with Butters this week, but I'm going to quickly go over a couple of things uh, esports related. The Dead Frostman, the champion in chat, has linked to me before we went live. Uh, the teams for the Rally Major are 100% announced at the moment. So we've got Cyclops, Dark Zero, Evil Genius, FaZe Clan, Fnatic, uh, Fours. G2 Immortals, Looking for Org, Ninjas in Pajamas, Noringo, Rogue, Space Station, uh, Team Empire, Team Secret, and TSM. So pretty much there's only about two or three in there that aren't the top tier teams that we see Mm. in every single major uh, around the world. So once again, this is going to be one of the biggest events. I know Fnatic is in boot camp at the moment, ready to go. Um... We've also got the talent has been announced and it's pretty much the same people floating around that are going to be there casting and and chatting about the game at the Rally Major. However, Dev's not going, so I'm not sure what's happening there. Uh, Unfortunately, Dev Mata, our very own lovely man, is staying in Oz this time. Disappointed. Yeah, but that's okay. So Mm. we'll have more Rainbow Six news next week when we come back with Butters. We promise we'll bring him back. It's... um, he just wasn't allowed to join us tonight, unfortunately. Let... Oh, didn't get his permission slip signed. That's it. So 
we're going to go in and we're going to get McDad talking here because we've got title update five in the division two. We've had state of the game. We've got the apparel event and we've got all kinds of goodness happening, including discovery raids and the expeditions and stuff like that. So McDad, have you played much of the division two title update five as yet? Yeah, I did the two missions. Yep. Um, the zoo and the, what's your one called? White Oak. White Oak, yeah. So, White Oak Camp. Uh, they're actually quite long, quite long missions. Uh, um, yeah, I played uh, the zoo today and I was yeah. expecting it to finish about four times. The thing I liked, yeah. there was actually about five or six bosses along the way, which mm. was really good. Yeah, so. there's some interesting bosses there too that... Mm. that, that um, so, did I before. get... A, no, I was doing a bounty and I had a um, shield boss guy who did remote control cars and healed himself. And I went, that's... Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I was extremely shocked, and it took me a while to bring them down. Um, so Ooh, that must um, be yeah. new. That's new. That yeah, ha- yeah. I hadn't seen that before. So I, I'm like, where are these remote control cars coming? And I'm seeing come down. I got the icon, but Cause, yeah, because um, there was you... a couple of new ones in the in those missions. But yeah, the, yeah. obviously the in the in the zoo in the zoo, um, Matt, were you half expecting something to come out and literally just either attack one of the yourself or um, an NPC? The spoilers, I guess. For it, mm. we'll talk about it a bit if you haven't played it. Obviously, it doesn't drop for everyone else till next week. So we've got season mm. one people here now. So we are going to talk about missions. So you are warned. Um, yep. The alligator scene, I was ex- I was looking over oh, my yeah. shoulder trying to find the alligators because I assumed I was going to get attacked. And that oh, yeah. been... as soon as you... That, that was the bit I'm thinking of. I'm like, I saw them like crawl out and I'm like, oh shit. And I thought that might be an extra mechanic. Like like you have to yep. dodge the alligators while trying to take down a boss. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I did try to shoot the glass to let them free as well. Um, what about the, like the did you try to shoot the um, giant octopus? Oh, how good. I didn't try and distract That was man. creepy. I've got to say, um, you might be able to help me on this, cat. Mm. Have they upped the sound in the Division 2? Have they changed it? A little bit for Tyler Day Five, or is it just the zoo sounded amazing? It's probably the zoo sounded amazing, but like any fixes that they would have put into uh, to uh, those missions would have uh, had like a positive influence on the rest of the game as on well. Everything. I know the yeah. sound team are, like are really trying to uh, balance all of those because they they did have a few like. Um, like gun issues where, where the gun yep. would continue firing and mm. um, of course well, all of those scream because they're on fire yeah the, like, siren, the siren uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the siren and uh, the siren uh, uh, now it's particularly when you go under the water part in mm. that auditorium the guns sound so different and they sound so good like the echo sound of them and they sound so deep um I was blown away by that part of it and just walking around hearing the water going over the top of you as well. Um, that first moment when you walk into the aquarium and the giant octopus goes over the top, you're like, oh, something shit. special. <laughs> something, something's going to happen. They recently released a, a video on YouTube and a post about on Twitter about how they went to Chernobyl to kind of yes. do all the audio recording mm. um, for yeah. a, a lot of the aspects. and So it, it wouldn't make a... Like wouldn't make me surprised if it was if they'd actually kind of gone to certain areas and got all of the audio balance and cetera, which is mm. why yeah. like Division Two has all of those benefits. So yep. they yeah. put a lot of effort in all the teams. So I, yeah. I also found too there was a part I think when you came out of the aquarium and you went from the dark to the light, like that mm. contrast was the real brightness. Yeah, like yeah. it actually made me uh, sit back. Um, a couple. Of, the, the thing I like about these two new maps is 
for the two new missions is the finer details they've added. So I played through... I haven't finished the Zoo mission. In fact, I was almost trying to finish it before we jumped onto podcast. I didn't quite get yep. there. Because, um, God, it's long. Um, yes. But what I, a couple of things. I played through on, twi- on stream last night on challenging mode at night, mm-hmm. the White Oak. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, steep learning curve, cow. Yeah. Go from story mode to challenging. But anyway, um, but at night time, they launch flares and they launch, there's a, like a, there's one bit where you're like by the, by the river and there's a, a boat that comes along with a floodlight and actually floodlights the space. So they've really thought about how the day versus night mode in the game in those particular missions like there's just and the monkeys in the zoo part where you go through like just up just before you get to the monorail I think it is Mm. there's monkeys running around and you you sort of come up on them and they freak out and there's flamingos in the savannah and there's just all these great yeah I was hope I was half expecting a bloody line to come out and I'm like just now McDad did you expect that boss fight at the end in just a mission which one like the actual in the sorry the zoo Oh, yeah, oh, I've yeah. only played the zoo. Yeah. Oh, there's always boss fights. Yeah, but it was... The mechanic That's... at the start was interesting. Yeah. I didn't yeah. really expect that. Um, yeah, oh, I don't want to spoil it for, too many, for a lot of people. Nah. So. Yeah. I was um, shooting at that bit where the gun was for a while, trying to work it out, because it actually comes up with a red cross there and you can actually hit, but then do points. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, that's not what you got Yeah, it was good. It's like a multi-stage yeah. fight, so that was, mm. it was pretty good. Is that the good. first yeah. time we've had a transition between areas in a, in a mission? I can't where it's actually taken you out and then moved you somewhere else. And You're talking about the animation with the monorail? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon yeah, it would be. I can't remember that in any other mission we've had um, so far. I must admit, in comparison, although, like I said, I haven't finished the zoo mission, I found the White Oak one to be a bit of a letdown. Oh, did you? I haven't done that yet. Yeah, uh, just the whole, like, it, you know, There's again, a lot of oh, spaces it's the, it's between the encounters, I found. Mm. Yeah, it... That was good in some ways, but more importantly, the ending was just a bit of a like, uh, really, like it was just it. I'm, I'm gonna let I'm, it, this is gonna let the cat out of the bag, but pardon, present company, but um, <laughs> cat's under the bag. Kicked, I don't know what you're talking about. It, no, true. It kicked the it kicked the can down the road, like it. If you, if that doesn't sort of does that make sense? I don't like know. It just I'll sort of it, please spoiling it for me. I don't care. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, I don't yeah. know. Anyway, I'll, that's, that's the zoo opinion. mission was probably, I thought, yeah, the zoo mission was better than mm, White yeah. Oak, I thought. And I, I a thought, lot of people yeah. are saying that. Yeah, I thought the way they finished up that story with the outcast leader as well was quite well done as well, uh, especially when you get the echo at the end where it seems like, like she's just protecting her family kind of thing. Hmm. Um, she's Did you get the radios there. on the way? No, I didn't. That's I was super. Uh, there's a really it. good rate. There's a really good radio. Like because I decided to. Oh, that's the other reason I haven't finished. Yeah. So I took the scenic route and just wandered around them because the the map area in each encounter area is oh, quite huge, big yeah. and there's lots of wandering around. So I've picked up a couple of radio um, com- calls and it gives you some really good background to sort of reasons why the outcast leader is the way they are, yeah. which is yeah, adds depth. It's good. Yeah, no, I think it's very well done. Have you played it, Cat? Obviously, probably have. Uh, no, I've not had a chance yet. We're just uh, our work has ramped up quite significantly, so it's like we've had a lot so of two weeks. So just ruined it for you. I'm sorry. sorry. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, just ruined the whole thing. If, if I 
didn't want to be ruined, then effectively, like, I wouldn't have read the patch notes, I wouldn't have read, yeah. like, people's discussions of playing it on the thing. Part of the moderator stuff, unfortunately, means that I'm, like, more likely to have to read spoilers, because if yeah. I'm going to have to yeah. ban people for basically posting uh, stupid stuff, I'm going to have to read that stupid stuff before. <laughs> so it's like, um, it, it. It, it doesn't kind of didn't uh, do it, but like for me, like playing through it is where I get the enjoyment. So it's like somebody yeah. could be talking yeah. about it and everything else, but I can, I will still get that um, enjoyment from experiencing it. That's we're going to play it more than once anyway. So yeah, yeah. I, I sort of wonder though, with the length of them, if they will be as replayable as some of the other missions, especially when you're talking about rewards versus time spent. Um, that's my uh, worry. I, I think you'll find it'll be like. Particularly the zoo mission will be like a micro raid where you'll get people that go, oh, I haven't done the zoo mission yet. Like, oh, I'll we'll, we'll come with you. Like, because yeah. it's, you, know, guess, you can go look at this and look I at guess that the and thing that kind is, of thing. There's, there's so many bosses scattered through it. You are going to get mm. more high end loot as you go through it, I guess, as well. So, mm. And we haven't played it on Challenging yet. Yeah. And we haven't played it. And I don't know if they're going to do an invaded version either, which normally with the invaded missions. Because it's well, after the, invaded the invasion mission. has happened. So. Theoretically, story-wise, it doesn't make sense, but yeah, but yeah. It's, since when does plot mean anything? Isn't one of them actually got um, the BTSU uh, yeah. anyway? So yeah, yeah so, so you can't really do it. That is the other problem. That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, but and then, but I guess the the, re the reason I say that is it gives there's so much particular. Again, I hark back to the zoo map. There's so much width and breadth mm. in that map that you could run it, and it does link up that you could run it in different ways. Yeah. So I'm wondering, even if they don't do an invaded version, they do an alternate, you know, someone else has taken over. Like, I they, don't know. They, with, them, with the way that they're set up, as you're saying, it's um, they could have an alternative storyline that goes through there. Like, yeah. um, it may mm. not be like someone else has taken it over. Um, but, and again, like, we're only seeing as far as year one. We, we don't have a yeah. clue... Yeah if and what's happening no. for year two so it's not like we can hold the zoo now forever like you no. know mm. it's just it's going to take some kind of lunatic to come back and say well the zoo's ours now we're going to repurpose it for our own doing One, um, yeah i guess i guess i i'm looking at what they've done with the invaded map where you can like between invaded and non-invaded yeah. missions the, the map path is completely different in some yeah. spots i mean some of the main encounter spaces are the same but you know you go down through different halls or different ang different entrances into and the they same give the story reasons and... for that as well yeah because mainly different because things. you uh like the in one of them you'd go in for a different route that's because that's the way that you went out of the mission when yeah. you did it the first time um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's like you you've basically left it all open, and you've uh, you kind of went right. We've come in here. We've killed everybody. We've like we've liberated it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, well, you left the back door open, and now we're <laughs> yeah. here, kind of claiming all the stuff. Like it's your own significant. There's significant changes in some maps where you actually change it during the first mission. So in the second mission, you have to attack it differently because of like, I th hmm. is it the bunker mission where the door's already opened where the guy smashed through it? There's one of them. Yeah. Oh, the, there's the oh, present the Washington Hotel. It, 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 I mean, half the top floor gets blown yeah, to hell. Like, but then there's also where you, the one with the bunker with the president. Sorry, where you. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, where yeah, and the hole's um, already blown in the wall. the doors are already so open. you don't need to yeah. blow your hole in the wall anymore. So, so they've just got a couple of bits of wood which yeah. you just bust through, and uh, away you go. 
I can see them repurpose. Like the best way to bring content to the game is repurposing the map you've already created, and such a beautiful mm. map. I can't see why they wouldn't. So mm. year two, year three, maybe we'll see some re- refreshes mm. of it. Um, so there's so much content to come. I guess we haven't tried expeditions yet, or someone like that. Have you jumped into them yet? No, I did the two missions no, and then right. went on a hunt for electronics so I could yeah. do a crafting bench. It's exactly. I did the one mission and I'm like. Okay, I'm going to go play high-end emissions now for the rest of my life until yeah. I get 200 electronics so I can upgrade this bench because that's all I really need. <laughs> have you got it? Have you I, got um, it no. I, I just got did like mine. 10. I, I just did mine and then it's like, okay, okay go I'm going to craft something. Oh. Need <laughs> electronics again. No electronics. <laughs> so, yeah. speaking of, of new loots and other bits and pieces, does anybody have yeah. the uh, the danger noodle yet or the uh, gloves? No. I want them, no. but no. No, not yet. So, I've got the I've got the Stoner yeah, LMG, stoner but the... it's not that great. Oh, it's 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 okay, but it's not it's not as good as something like a a um oh, not an MG5, M60. but one of the yeah, it's not as good as an M60, a decent E60. Because yeah, the the danger noodle, as people are calling it, uh, as in it's a snake. Oh. Mm. Um, yeah, the, I want that just for the uh, looks the, of it. It's the Diamondback <laughs> exotic rifle, which is the lever yeah. arch, uh, lever mm. action one. Lever, yeah. Uh, say lever arch, it's lever action. Uh, and it's like, um, yeah. like, just reading some of the uh, the talents on it is just like it's kind of cool. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I think McDad has to rock that, given his tunes outfit, the cowboy, <laughs> yeah. the bullet whisperer. Oh, you have to, to rock the lever action. I've seen some of the stuff in this uh, apparel yeah. event. Yeah. Um. Legs out did you see? I got a raincoat already. That's it. Oh, have you? <laughs> <laughs> You're just running around with nothing else on but a raincoat. Yeah, I it's so. Okay. Because, like, the heroic bosses uh, he- he- bosses on heroic missions now will drop exotics that you're qualified yeah. for, so um, that that nice. is not the eagle bearer for anybody that was kind no. of, like, getting their uh, underwear in a knot. So, yeah, I, I should say you had to mention uh, that a few times, being a mod, that yeah. no, it's not going to be in there. It's a raid-only exotic. Yeah, but people were, like, like going... How, how hard is it? People were like, I've already got it, and as such... Like, will it drop for me again outside the raid now that I've already got it? It's like, it's more for um, blueprinted ones. Once you've got the yeah. blueprints, you can you'll hmm. get a drop of it. Um, but the bonuses for that is that now that you get more of those things, um, you can dismantle them and get the exotic components, yeah. which components. allows you to then upgrade your exotics that you like to get it which has been a big hole in the game because people were doing that whole twin tune trick where things like the chatterbox trick where you'd go into your other tune get the chatterbox again jump back into your original tune take it out of the stash melt it and upgrade it and which is which was the only way yeah, that they I'm, could I'm do glad that, that really so yeah that's right there was no other yeah. way to get the, the melting exotics and so you spend a lot of time hunting for one and you can't do anything mm. with it until you hunt for another one and then have to get rid of it which is yeah it made no sense to me yeah um speaking of idiots on on social media i, I saw a tweet i got to talk about it um person tweeted out on monday the 22nd saying excuse me where i've just logged on to i've, I've logged on to the division two where is episode one you haven't given it to me what's the lie it's the 23rd you've lied to me where is it where is it where is it and Yannick come back and said uh today's the 22nd sir uh tomorrow's the 23rd and that's when the actual thing releases he's like oh, okay and also where's my refund for season one i want my refund for season one i'm like uh you you're so keen to get the 
content that you've logged on a day uh, early and wanted it now, and then you're saying you also want a refund for season one pass. I, that's like that's like writing a letter to Santa and uh, and asking why you didn't get presents on Christmas Eve. I mean, oh, dude, going, can I get a refund for last year's Christmas presents? That's it. There was a, a big kind of uh, a lot of people were complaining like with the PTS, and it's like. You said yes, that year one pass mm. holders were going to have exclusive uh, access mm-hmm. to it um, seven days early, and then it was on the PTS, and it was like, For but everyone. it's like, mm. now these people are playing it, and they may not even have a year one pass, and it's like, and, and then they said, yeah. oh, you've given a year one pass to everyone on PTS, that means that everybody's oh, getting God. access to this before me, Wah! and it's like, well, God. They, they've this is why I don't become a You've mod. You've got to test these things. They've got to go... Exactly. Like, they've got yeah. their own internal yeah. testing, which people go, well, yeah. you put it on the PTS, that means you've got no testers. Or, didn't you test this? And it's like, there's, as I said before, the myriad of different combinations of different things. They, they There's always going to be something that doesn't quite, like, work correctly. Like, um, hmm. so it's like... Well, that's like the people that were... There was a certain YouTuber show, I remain nameless, but they were bitching and moaning about how um, the skill build, the skill changes, were going to completely wreck the the PvP element of the Dark Zone. And I'm like, it's in the PTS. The reason why it's in the PTS is that the people can test it and see if it's broken, and then go and change it before it comes out. Otherwise, you'd have people then bringing these things out, and you guys complaining that it's broken, and then them changing it again after it's been... Yeah. It's like, Those... it, you just can't... You cannot... You can't some people everyone. are never yeah, happy. It, to, to be like clear on that, like... They released the um, the skill changes, and then, um, like a couple of days later, they uh, they changed the uh, initial cooldowns on on the mm-hmm. skills, um, so mm. that the base cooldowns were lower because of the feedback that they'd gotten on exactly. the, on it. Mm. And it, it's that feedback cycle that yeah. it, it's one: is it playing well? Two: is is it working? And three. Is there anything that we can change to improve it, or does this become too overpowered? Does mm. this need to be reined in, not nerfed, because it's only a nerf once it's been in the game for long enough. For, um, so it, you can't and nerf something that's on the PTS because right. it's not yet. It's that's not. the whole and freaking back to idea. The season one part, season anyway. one pass side of it. They're only testing the story missions. I guess the expedition as well. Technically, uh, they didn't test any of the other stuff. Uh, the commendation, mm. well, the uh, the shepherding. No, no, the other no? missions that are unique to season one pass holders. Oh, the oh, you mean the um. Classified, yeah. Stuff. They didn't test that. They, they don't get any of the actual season one stuff in game when they go into the the full game. It's only that access stuff. But yeah, like I said, if if we hadn't tested it, we would have got skill builds that were still not quite right. And, and there would the have been. Builds, I, I know yeah. that there was a couple of uh, map issues on like a couple oh, of okay, the. Yeah. Um, I think it was camp. White Oak or, or even both the Zoo and White Oak but they, they got fixed because they uh, came up in that things that people weren't expected to do they then did mm-hmm. and as such that That's data it. was provided so they can, mm. those were small little fixes which certain fixes like those you, you don't see in patch notes because they're not um, they're not changes from 
the live game. game They're basically yeah. stuff that are fixed on the content before it gets released. Yep, that's fair. That's cool. Um, mm. McDad, have you got feedback on the skill side of things yet? Have you made a skill build in the game? No, so, I haven't done anything with skills yet. I did find a nice 757 skill piece, so that was all right. Nice. Skill nice. So, uh, um, not yet, no. I've got to do some crafting, but I just need that electronics. <laughs> Good luck. We need the electronics case or the crafting case. Make it happen, please. Actually, I should probably put that in the forums and, and put an official post in there, but that's okay. Um, I've, I had a 3000 skill power build ready to go. So I was pretty excited to jump in a test this afternoon. I, I didn't get to tweak it all. Uh, I, I wish I had a bit more time to tweak it, but I had my hive down to about 22, 26 seconds on uh cooldown, nice. which I found was probably too long. Um, I need to now probably expand the radius of it a bit more cause it's not quite catching enough people. Um, that was my biggest issue with it. It was still, it was, it was always there when I wanted it. I just had to, it's, um, buyer's remorse. I have to use so much because I chuck out my turret, I chuck out my hive, the enemies are dead. And then these things are still sitting there and I'm like, ah, quick, get rid of them. And then they're ready for the next encounter. But, um, in story mode, I was taking down the bosses extremely quickly. Um, I just basically see them, chuck the hive on top, chuck the turret behind. One yeah, thing, the... one thing I did notice is the I've been running the healing um, yeah. drone. And Better. It it just it'll just sit there. If it's not healing, it'll sit there. It stays up for a long time. Yeah. And then the duration. And then if you want it, if you don't use it, you put it away, and it's back in thirty seconds. Yeah. So that's a so lot I th- better. I think my turret was down to about 20 odd seconds as well so but you've got to use that you've got to put them away to to make the most of that because of your durations as you said are so much longer now what it's done is yeah. i've basically deleted all my duration mods now and any piece of gear that was put towards skill duration what's the highest skill that you can get I haven't looked at what mine is, to be honest. I didn't get to look mm. in the stats, the, but... Um... The skill haste can go uh, well in excess of 200%. Um, there, I don't think there is a wow. top on the skill haste. No, I think it's... But it is okay. the high... It's diminishing returns, yeah, I assume, so because... Basically, um, it's the re- one of the reasons that they changed like cooldown reduction to skill haste is because there was the calculation between the two everybody was still treating cooldown reduction as if it was skill haste but the the actual uh, values etc were not mathematically working correctly so um, okay. like the skill haste makes a lot more sense for everybody because they want their skills to come back faster so yeah. um hmm. and also it's like you can uh, boost it a lot higher um, and it's um, the term that we saw was the same thing I think that uh, Bruce talked about on State of the Game which is like um, if you're want to, if you driving a car right like, um, you going 100% faster will get you there in half the time mm-hmm. so it's like a skill haste of 100% will give you 50% faster uh, to get you yeah. your skill back Okay, that makes mm. sense. Um, yeah, so I think so. What I've found, I've got to do some tweaking. Uh, I need some electronics to do some tweaking, but um, I can afford to not have that cooldown as low and have it sitting around the thirty or forty mark and push the damage up, push the radius up, and things like that, which is good. And that's what I wanted to be able to do. Not have to yeah. cram everything in one 
one thing just so I can have it when I need it and then not be able to put anything else in there. But I found I always had my turret and my hive, which was really good, uh, with no tweaking to this build. Like I said, I've got to put more explosive damage in there and I might change the turret to the Seeker to get that bonus with the explosives. But um, I'm pretty excited to be able to play around with it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I needed. I need to go through and I, I had a build that's got about two thousand yeah. skill power, and it was triggering all the mods I had on it. Um, but I need to go back and and just go through my mod, like all the like you said, all the mods, and just pull out all the cooldown reduction stuff and move it all towards towards skill base. Uh, and with something like with what you've got, the skill batteries that um, that have been introduced mm. work extremely well. If you get that twenty two hundred, I know it's. It should still work because if you get the two for the ones you're using, you can hit 3,000 with that and then still only be running to 2,200, 2,300 because they're up around the six, 700 um, yeah. extra yeah. skill power. So It's basically um, you're losing um, you're losing the extra slots on your actual skill yeah. to boost that skills up. So if you've got like a really, really awesome thing that deals like like super amount of extra damage as one mod, you can then... Uh, use the other two slots for like the the auxiliary batteries for that skill, so that you can yeah. then get it to that point to be able to use that mod without but having to even, have the gear. Yeah, yeah. But even with that, yeah. because you don't have to focus on cooldown reduction or duration anymore, because you can get skill haste in just about everything you do now, you can really sacrifice one of those without losing too much. Because then you just yeah, like you said, hit hit um, damage and health on the other two. Or just double damage if you've got skins that don't need health, then you're good to go. Or radius. Mm. Radius becomes so much more viable now because you're not wasting a slot just trying to get things a little bit bigger. Like things, if they can take yeah. a big area, you can take in more enemies and do more area effects. Oh, area effects. Yeah, it's particularly on Seeker yeah. Mines. So Seeker Drain. I want so, to play yeah. around with the Chem Launcher as well because I think that'll go pretty well with the build I've got as well. So, I'd love to yeah. see what you do when you get the uh, exotic gloves because that's just oh, going so to... Need them. Um, yeah. it, it's all about the um, the status effects and yeah. the skills uh, things with because that. So. I've pretty much ignored status effects for now because I've just been so focused on getting explosive damage because that's the only way I could get my skills to be worthwhile. But now I can think think back and go, especially with guns and where I've got, okay, that talent's got 20% extra damage against uh, bleed, then I just go, nah, I'm not going to be bleeding anyone. I'm just exploding them. If they're on fire, maybe that helps me. Generally, mm. I don't have it enough for it to be worried about it. So now I can even, even go into that kind of a build. It's going to be so good. Yes. And I can't wait... We've got seven days now to the next podcast. I'll have actually some good chance to play around with it and let you say next week. So. Skills to pay the bills, yo. Oh, exciting. McDad doesn't care because he's going to be looking at his screen shake when I blow everything up and he won't be able to snipe. <laughs> it doesn't around. happen. Doesn't if happen I get my... Fun anyway. Okay, that's cool. So we had a state of the game, which a cat modded overnight or early hours of this morning for us. Um, Lots of cool stuff came out of it. They're looking into PC loading times, everyone. Uh, that's an issue again. Mm. Um, I had a lot of time to boot up my game this morning, uh, today when I jumped in. Like It literally was nowhere on my computer and all of a sudden about 30 seconds later it appeared. Yeah, it's, it, it is a problem. Yeah, it? these ones are like... It's another one of those like moderator hells because like yeah. it's the same symptom 
but it's a different cause, and as such, they'd they'd fix like uh, like four or five different variants of this particular thing yeah. that causes the same symptom um, of of slow load time. But most people don't know the difference between it, so they just go, "Oh, they fixed it, and now they've broken it again. Can't they do anything right?" And it's just like <laughs> this is a, this is a different combination of things which is causing the same yep. kind of output that you're seeing, yeah. but. It, it's yeah, not same that, result, different reasons. Yeah, and so. yes, if they'd known about it or they had the the same combination of things, they would have caught it, and you would never have had the problem. But yep. these are the things that happen. It is. That's it. It's like playing Jenga while building Lego uh, while running on a back of mm. a horse and cart. <laughs> while well, trying to unscramble yeah, an egg. Exactly, yeah, unscrambling exactly. an egg is is the, the key one there. <laughs> Now, this is the best part of the state of the game, McDad. We're going to bring you right in on this. There's an apparel event going on called Heatwave. Get the legs out for the boys. Um, <laughs> yep. It's going till August 15th. It's leg day. Now, they've specifically said, because I think it's got some confusion in the past for some unknown reason, you can get it for three weeks. You can get keys for three weeks. You can get the keys for three weeks, people. And then you get a fourth week. To How many weeks, weeks is that? And then the fourth okay. week is for spending the keys. If you uh, you can't get any more keys that week, but you can spend the ones you haven't spent already. Uh, I think I think you're going to get those keys pretty easy anyway. If, if you're doing the raid, yeah. I think yeah. I got like five. Oh, yeah. um, proficiency I can't pick up keys anymore week. in the raid. What are you talking about, my dad? And I'm pretty sure each time you get each time you get a proficiency case, there's a chance to get a apparel yeah. key. I, so. yeah. I've got seven cases sitting there I haven't yeah. opened yet. Like I'm. And, and that was from running two two. And there's also missions. the um, uh, each of the week. There's the weekly apparel cash key uh, one, is. which gives you like four or five keys. But doing and that pro project, tip, mm. that resets at the end of the week. Don't leave yourself one thing to go when it resets because that's bad. And yeah, there are three time. different projects. So and, yeah, yeah. Um, you lose it at the end. Exactly of the week. And and um, also, if you're really really concerned. They're apparel cash keys you can purchase with premium credits. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And it Pay all goes into the loot pool at the end anyway. <laughs> Once it's finished, you'll be right. That's right. Uh, the scuba, the scuba set is the thing that's causing all the controversy. I don't understand the controversy, but um, apparently, stealthing around in scuba well, gear is is the the new meta. Oh, it, it's it's no, it's um apparently it's immersion breaking because they don't have the um flippers that go with it. <laughs> And apparently they couldn't make stealth flip flops. That's what it which was. Which I yes. found, which I found really funny because not once did um, Hamish reference Jandals. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, your opportunity yeah, exactly. to impart a useless term from <laughs> from New Zealand onto the world and you missed it. Did did we so. know that we were getting signature weapon skins? I, I feel like we knew that. Someone tweeted about. It. I I think it might have been it might have been one of those more productive, positive members of the community that complained about it. Um, oh, you're spending all your time putting skill, but you did, know, but skins. They're on, in the game now. Skins anyway. on signatures, and you're not doing blah. And I'm like, now, nah. Cat, you might be able to help me. How do you get these signature skins in game? Um, I can't give you that answer. Okay. What was the ones you can only buy? NDA. No, you have NDA. to buy them. Yeah. That they are yeah. purchase only. Okay. Seven hundred credits. Okay, so they are pay to win. Uh, you buy them and you win. <laughs> uh, Done. So, but move on. Uh, they may be, they are that way <laughs> at present, win. but uh, now that they, they are change. in 
that system, it doesn't mean that like a future um a future apparel event could not may have them because they yep. it, it's effectively yeah. that last slot slot on the um that people were looking for. Yep. Yeah, it could be like the um Christmas hats from the beanies from um, Division One, where they brought them out one year, they closed it off. Everyone raged, and they brought them back the following. I'm going to rage. That, you're telling me to rage, Cal? That's it. I'm going to rage now. Oh, it's it's all angry. the rage. That's what it is. <laughs> That's it. Oh, uh, so God, if well you're listening done. to us live, you'll know that there's no maintenance tonight. Uh, that's a thing. There may be maintenance tomorrow night. Maybe not. We don't know. Um, I love <laughs> Surprise that. Surprise maintenance. Yeah, we could have, if we get the fixes done in time, we'll have maintenance on Friday. Otherwise, we mm. won't. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Follow on Twitter. Looking... Find out. That's it. Um, looking for a fix for the Defender drone uh, being too strong in the dark zones. Uh, looking for into a fix for the Firefly Max target. Is people using the Firefly? I didn't under, I didn't know that was still a thing. Uh, mm. Yeah, the Firefly um, got an update in Title Update 4. Um, so there's... Um, it was one of the lesser um, used skills um, because um, the NPCs basically spotted it sooner than was expected and as such they were shooting it out of the sky and it was like Oops. it was becoming like it, unless you were being really stealthy with your approach you were having problems with that but um they they mm. made a couple of changes they've uh, they've again with the skill updates they've also like made it so that it has um slightly a better chance of having more targets so you can effectively do like a complete crowd crowd control on a, a band of red guys nice. now. Um, also, it's a okay. skill that can apply a status effect. So a teaming that with the uh, exotic gloves means that yep. you can effectively send it out blind half of the people, and then suddenly yeah. your your BTSU gloves are kind of kicking in with the other things. So you can then put your turret and cause your turret to explode and do other lovely stuff. Wow! So. Speaking okay. of um, exploding, the exploding and stealth, uh, I was running through the zoo mission today, and I came up behind these people, and I went to mow them down or put a skill on them, and I'm like, they haven't noticed I'm here. I'm walking run right up behind them. There's four or five of them in a bunch, and because it's on story mode, I love story mode. Um, I just pulled out the grenade launcher, lobbed the grenade in the middle of them, and all of them just vanished from existence. Mm. It was so good. Uh, yeah, other... that's all. I like doing that with the um, uh, incendiary yeah. grenade. You see a bunch of them together and it's like, yeah, and it's still my favourite thing in the game is watching a suicide bomber coming towards me, shooting them in the suicide bomb and then watching them melt and the blood just, they mm -hmm. just vaporise. Oh, they, yeah. they just, ugh, they if, into if a red If you get a headshot on those, um, <laughs> like if you get a headshot in them, you can lead like the uh, the chungus on top Evidence. of it and then shoot the pack and, and blow basically blow it up. Blow it yeah. up. And it's, nice. it's the same Small little with... Things. Grenadiers, if you shoot the grenadier to the ground and the enemies are around it, you can shoot their pouch while they're dead on the ground and then it explodes. Oh, there so is a limited time on that. on that, like uh, oh, is there? Uh, ah. just because um, the, uh, the 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 game starts doing cleanup, etc. Not everything remains uh, shootable or active for the whole duration. Ah, okay. Um, because otherwise, mm. you end up with uh, like. A big whole memory issues and other stuff. Yes, but, I can imagine that. Um, but yeah, there is a like a 
uh, uh, it is a reasonable amount of time. I've not measured it, but until uh, it kind of uh, till that happens, so you can st you can yeah. set traps by using their bo their bodies as like like um, nice. which harks me back to uh, uh, like Assassin's Creed, etc., where you kind of like. Mm -hmm. Uh, you take one guy Literally. out, and then they they drop down, and then their buddies go, "What the hell's happened to you? Are you okay, mate?" And then you just take them out as well. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> who left this body? Oh, it's a bit like the pile um, of dead bodies in the street. It's a bit like the medic when they they run around and go, "Oh, I'll come and revive you." It's like, "Yeah, you're a target now, son." He yeah, just mowed yeah, them true. down. I was a bit of a target mm. on Friday night when I was resing people as well. So, but we won't talk about raids yeah. anymore. Um, McDad, is there any other stuff that I've missed in the Division 2 community for the last week? Or have we covered it all? Uh, there was lots of ranting and raving people, but I tend to just ignore that. Mm -hmm. so. Ranting and raving? Yes. That's crazy. Oh, what if you would do that? Um, Sounds like a good podcast name, actually. Let's mm. do that. Hmm. That's um, our, no, yeah. not, not much else. No. That's it. So, like I said, we're going to have a more in-depth uh, look at Title Update 5 in Episode 1 for the next episode. Uh, we'll give you all yep. the feedbacks. Um, I actually was very tempted to jump into Discovery Mode made matchmaking this afternoon. And I went, uh, no, I won't. I won't do that. So, the but it is there. graphic novel, um, the uh, Extremis Malice uh comic book yes. Um, yes. basically the collected um, paperback of all of the three issues is, is mm -hmm. now released it's shipped um, yes. so basically oh, I got the notification two days ago it's shipped yeah. to me mine mine, oh, mine should no, be released today I, I pre-ordered it ages it's ago cheap as so um, How much it's is just short of the three issues separately so like yeah it's like ten bucks American really so I pay, so I, I, I ordered it. I looked at the actual Amazon thing because I was like, oh, someone just took money out of my account in America. What the hell? I went back and went, oh, 15th of December, I pre-ordered it. It shipped oh, two days ago. Um, and yeah, it was fourteen forty-seven American. Now it's $10.40. So there's a $4.47 nice. reduction. It's, it's not much more than 10 bucks American anyway. Yep. Uh, so it... Get wow. the get get that if you are a fan of the series and that comic book is so good. It's also Although, available yeah. on Kindle if you prefer to uh, read yes. in non Dead Tree format. Uh, but yeah, That's the uh, the version for us um, in the UK basically it's dropped from the twelve pound fifty that they were going to to uh, eleven pounds, which is like a twelve percent discount. Yep. Yeah. So mm. definitely jump on that, people. Um, other than that, I can't think of much else. Like I said, we'll come back next week with uh, more stuff. Uh, uh, Ubisoft however... have a sale at present on all of the Tom Clancy uh, content and various oh, other things. So you can get the full uh, game. You can even get the Ultimate Edition for like a, a, a lot less than you would. Um, that's yep. on PC only. Um, other platforms may offer similar kind of discounts, but it's not guaranteed. Okay, cool. Um, nice. So quickly across onto Ghost Recon news, there is a technical test going on this weekend. Uh, I don't know mm -hmm. who's in it. It's NDA anyway. I'm away this whole weekend, yeah. so I'm definitely not going to be in it. Um, but check out, uh, if you've got Breakpoint, check your emails. Also, if you applied for Delta Company, uh, check your emails, check your spam folders yep. because they are sending out invites to that. Um, I think Doc's got an invite to that. Someone's hooked him up. Oh, what, Delta technical Company or the technical test? So, yeah. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, you just broke into you. 
Uh, I think the, oh, the content is NDA. I just like my dad squirming. Yeah, I'm not squirming. Why would I squirming? I'm not what even involved. <laughs> what have um, you done? So yeah, look, they're, they're, we're getting so close to Ghost Recon. It's ridiculous how close it is. Um, speaking of how close it is, in Australia, they've just announced an extremely interesting little event that's happening in September where you'll actually get to play Ghost Recon mm. Breakpoint by the look of it. Now, this is called Ubisoft Experience and it's actually being run in conjunction around the world with other places, including Paris yeah, and Yeah, there was Birmingham. another... Was it Manchester? Birmingham. Yeah. Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. The, that's the, right. Um, in Birmingham at the NEC, they've got the Insomnia Games event, which is uh, over the bank holiday, mm-hmm. uh, the public holiday weekends in August. And Ubisoft are holding their Ubisoft experience as part of that, um, yep. and there's going to be various members of our uh, of the Star Player family who are going to be attending, as well as the general nice. anybody that really wants to go. Because um, yep. so you'll get access and preview um, on top of that. Um, and as you say, there's one in uh, going to be one in Australia and also Paris. Mm. I missed uh, the one the in Australia. The Australian yeah. one hasn't happened yet. No. No, I just yeah, missed it the only happened like an hour or two before we went live. Um, so oh, okay. it's on Saturday, September 14th and Sunday, September 15th. Attendees get one day. You don't get a pass for both days. It's just one or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at the University of New South Wales Roundhouse uh, in New South Wales, obviously in Sydney. Uh, mm-hmm. event will open at 10am and finish at 6pm uh, open for everyone 13 years and up but if you are 14 years or under you do need to have a parent or guardian with you uh, you will get a chance to play um, many upcoming games for the Ubisoft family they did sort of show watchdogs in the trailer I don't know if that's going to be the case Ooh. or not um, but definitely Ghost Recon was shown and stuff like that You'll, they'll also have lots of the old okay. back catalogue stuff on on display and for play as well uh it's gonna be like like cat said a chance to actually talk to developers as well i don't know if they're shipping them out to australia but it was definitely said in the uh experience um here we go so attend informative panels participate in competitions and meet some of our development teams from around the world so i'm hoping that means they will be shipping out some developers for the australian that's awesome Uh, if you want more information, you can go to experience.ubisoft.com. There you go. Because also, uh, all proceeds from ticket sales, I don't know if this is around the world, but it's definitely for the Australian version, are going are going to be donated to the RUOK charity as well. So very, very good. Oh, course. that's excellent. That is um, awesome. Congratulations, Ubisoft yep. Australia, for getting the, that uh, happening in Australia and Ubisoft for having it around the world. The Birmingham one is going to the special mm. effect charity, um, which is... Yeah. a, a Similar, but um, more uh, based in the UK. Yeah, sweet. So get on that. I haven't got a price on the tickets. I might just pretend to buy some right now. Uh, general admission is nineteen ninety five for no matter what age you are. So that's yeah, awesome. Very very yeah, good pricing. Good, um, it's one hundred and thirty eight dollars for me to fly down and back. So if you want to donate to that, the donations mm-hmm. are open at the bottom of the table there. Um, <laughs> Uh, I wish I could go. I'm down in Melbourne two weeks beforehand to see the Ubisoft boys for Rainbow Six Masters, so I don't think I can swindle another weekend I think, off. Um, I think Butters and I must I do think a road you trip. Should, to be honest, um, I would mm. highly recommend getting to chat to a lot of the Ubisoft Australia guys. Just um, have that chance. Well, I just had a look at the latest news. 
and um, Emil Dubon and Laura Cordry will be coming down. So Laura's the oh, one Ghost that's Recon. basically running yeah. the whole Ghost Recon Sweet. Delta company. So that will be sick. Oh, uh, also, did you? You may have forgotten a new game mode in Ghost Recon. Oh, are we going to talk about launched. mercenaries? I forgot to talk about that. Sorry, McDad. Did you get a game? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I got one game. It's uh, how many attempts? It's hmm. not ideal. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, we had, we I, had eight I, people I or ten people. The, we couldn't all yeah, be in the same. Ten people same, at one point. Um, and you still instance. couldn't get in. No. no. No, it's mm. the me- the mechanic is also pretty clunky okay. too. It's it's not it needs work and without sounding too critical after we've just hyped up the Ubisoft experience, it's because I think I streamed it on Monday. Oh, was it Tuesday, Tuesday night. night and then jumped yeah. on Tuesday night and then switched games to then go run through um, Division. Um, yeah, look. I can see potential in it, but I, I, I think it's, it's going the way of Ghost War. It's too little too late. Which, which, which I'm hoping is just prep work for Breakpoint, to be honest. And I'm happy if... Oh, I if think everyone's if treating it like case, that. If that's the case, then look, yeah. if we have Ghost War and Mercenaries as modes straight up in Breakpoint, I'll be happy. Mm. And Yeah, I, I, I sincerely think they are treating it like that. Or, and this is some of the discussion we had on Tuesday night, and they may be also testing that mechanic for possibly bringing into the division because we've know that they've been have in the past shared assets yeah, and so game modes and op, you know so mecha- for those other bits and pieces. Follow Wildlands and other stuff. What what is this uh, shared Merc- mechanic that okay, you're thinking so, of? Oh, sorry. So mercenaries yep. okay, is so, a battle royale. Yeah. Uh, no, we had this argument. No, it's last not week. battle royale. It's PvP. It's like survival. Yeah. It's basically a, a, a. It's like a survival, but in a far more open map. So, y- y- Ghost Recon Wildlands obviously is a is is basically a far. The map's huge. It's far more open. Has vehicles, and everything else like that. It's basically a survival variant for that game. So eight players, PvPVE, um, couple of different phases in the game. You have to first get intelligence to locate. The, de- the effectively the le- the LZ or the landing zone, and then you call in a helicopter to get you out. And then, meanwhile, you've got Unidad chasing you and other players trying to take you down and a few things so like that. It is survival it's for Wildlands, to be honest. It, it, so, does, um, it does sound like yeah. um, like the similar kind of uh, methodology mm. could be used for eight players uh, yeah. for mm. uh, that. But um, yeah, I, I I would look eagerly towards uh, these kind of things yeah. in the future. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely had um, mm, that mm. whole starting with nothing, work your way through and build yourself up and get out. So, um, yeah. Th- look, I've, I've always, I've actually said for a while that I think survival will come to Division Two as as a separate map. We're not going to be just playing as Hey, his Washington DC map and go for it like the first one. I think yeah. it'll be a purpose-built larger map, and this feeds right into that. So, I could see it happening in both yeah. Breakpoint and Division Two. Um, but we will wait and we'll see. The, the biggest, the biggest, frust- the biggest frustration I had was that we had, as as Docker, no, sorry, McDad said, we had ten people in game. We were like, how is it like that just an instant yeah. match? I don't understand that. It's a sink drop, and it's it's the matchmaking sport because yeah. we even did the whole you know three two one countdown, and then some of us um, timed out, some of us did an instant swap. See, but I've um, seen people overseas had, tweeting yeah. how they've played 26, 27 matches already. They've already got some of the, the, the rewards from it. But then I mm. see, see Nat Aussie oh. tweeting that I'm over this with cause, and with the picture of her with the cannot find 
for anyone. So mm. I don't know whether it's an yeah, Australian thing. I think it really depends on where you are. Us, like like yeah. they said with the Division 2 where Australia was a problem, they then try to put us with matchmaking into a bigger pool, but then the languages was the barrier because we were dropping us into the Asian pool. Um, whether it's mm. something like that is carried across into Wildlands or not, I don't know. So... Um, it's hard when the the player base is so low from the start. So anyway, it's yeah. I think I think it's just Ghost Recon. It, it, Ghost Recon relied heavily on the first person, the the PV the PVE element, and I think just the PVP elements have just come a little yep. bit too late in the it's game. Okay. It's a PTS for Breakpoint, and I'm happy with that. So yeah, <laughs> so am I. That is the, the the belated Ghost Recon news I forgot to talk about. Sorry, that's when we don't have a run sheet. We go crazy, and McDad's let me go for like 20 Woo! minutes over schedule. I'm really happy. This is oh, exciting stuff. He doesn't let me go this long, ever. He hasn't, he hasn't even done the disappointing it's like, all you know, shake of the head. That's what it is. It's like, it is. I just kept uh, <sighs> interrupting you, otherwise we would have been on time. I'm happy with the long episode, as long as there's no, no. no tinfoil, that's fine. Okay, so tinfoil hat time, everyone. Uh, no, that's a hot... Tinfoil hat, episode four is going to be in Australia, and what it's going to do be. is you're going to hunt down Wilco and put like uh, like a sticky grenade in, in, his, uh, um, yes. in his vicinity. Yep. That's a good idea. That sounds good well, to me. Idea. I'm over there. Um, there, works no, I, I'm actually hopefully talking to... I've got an email said Illustrator and I want to get a shirt with a tinfoil hat with Splinter Cell goggles on it and um, we'll see how we can, we can mock one up for us. Okay. Might be time to wrap it up. Uh, you think more quality yes, merch. So. Yep. There we go. We finally <laughs> triggered him. Um, McDad, since you're talking, where can people find you, mate? Uh, McDad75 everywhere. Sweet. Cal, where can people find you, mate? Uh, streaming on twitch.tv Cal AU thank you old mate Hellman for the follow and uh, on the Twitter sphere on Cal underscore AU underscore now the the more important stuff is Cat where can people find you if they want to catch up with you the superstar you are uh, well that's going to be a thing I'm not a superstar but if they do want to follow me on Twitter <laughs> it's binary kitten um and on Twitch, it's Felis Binarius, which is Latin for binary kitten. Ah, there you go. Nice. Have I been pronouncing it badly? It, Felis as in, like, Felix, but with an S on the end. Ah, and then okay. uh, Binarius as in, like, binary, but kind of spelled like Roman. Okay. The short answer is yes. But that's yes. you. Most it, it, things, it, are yeah, most things are wrong. One of the few that have not. Um, mo- a lot of people say like Felis or like and like. Uh, uh, but okay. I get kind of excited when people say Felis. So okay, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, get- no, I'm not. I'm not. Really. You'll, you'll get there eventually, I... and then basically it won't matter anymore. No, that's it. Uh, you can also find Mr. Buttersocks at Mr. Buttersocks. Uh, that name that's on underneath Cal there on the stream if you're watching. Uh, otherwise. He'll be back next week. Don't worry about that. Uh, speaking of next week, uh, we should hopefully have some news for you all. Uh, so please join us live if you can. Otherwise, look forward to that podcast mm-hmm. when it finally does drop. Uh, hopefully by August, we should have two giveaways running. Uh, we should also have some new mm. stuff, new content for you as well. So keep it locked on Locked On Lads on Twitter is the one place to do it. Also, we'll have another place for you to find all that stuff very, very soon. Uh, also, yeah, look, there's lots of big announcements and stuff coming up. I don't want to spoil it just yet. Uh, if you're following our Twitter, though, Locked On Lads has been hinting at it 
um, over the last couple of days and will build up to when we finally get it all happening. Uh, but you can find myself at Wilco's Chill Zone. Uh, definitely check it out on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, check those places and also maybe a few new podcasts popping up soon since I've got spare time during the day. Um, but that reminds me too, I will be in Melbourne over the 31st of August and the 1st of September for the Esports Open Masters. If you are keen to catch up while I'm down there, let me know. Um, that will be your next chance to get me. I'm trying to talk Butters into coming with me as well. Uh, so we can sit there and watch some Rainbow Six um, Masters, uh, but I haven't got a confirmation from you yet, but I'll definitely be there. So let me know if you're in Melbourne that weekend and you want to catch up. Other than that, thank you so much, Kat, for joining us tonight. Thanks, uh, such yeah. short well, thanks notice. Much, it's man. been a blast, and we will have you on again sometime in the future. Uh, we also try and get a game of Directive 51 happening at some stage. we just got to work out yes. when we all have time, which will be the problem, and get you to finalise all your stuff. So 2021, we'll pencil it in? Uh, yeah, um, also, like, weekend would probably be best. Okay, we'll, we'll sort that out. Um I just want to tease some stuff, but I'm not going to. No. So thank you, everyone who watched and listened tonight. Uh, we will be back next week with episode number 85. Very special one. Join us if you can. Uh, and thank you, everyone who's been following us. We are slowly creeping up those ranks, and the numbers are building. So thank you, everyone who has joined us. And thank you, everyone who hung around for this long on tonight's episode. We will be back next week. Have a good one, all, and bye for now. Bye. Gotcha. Time to pack it up. My work is done.